0: You are listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy, and is recorded at the Francis Roy office in Valparaiso, Florida. A lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. Never to exceed 30 minutes, this podcast is an easy addition to your playlist of favorites. Let's get started with this week's guest. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedekee, and it's my birthday. It's August 21st and it's my birthday. I'm not gonna tell you how old I am because my grandmother says you never tell two things how old you are and your next move. So we're just gonna move on from that. But it's my birthday. So I'm going to bring you an episode that honestly I've been wanting to do for a long time. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I am constantly cooking. It's my art form and I wanted to share with you guys how I feed my creativity and that is through my cookbook collection. And I don't collect things because I don't like hoarding things and I don't like having a lot of things around. But cookbooks are the one thing I just honestly I absolutely religiously love to collect. And so I have a ritual and that is every day on my birthday I go to Sun Dog Books in Seaside, Florida, which if if you're not familiar with Seaside, it's where they filmed the Truman Show, which is also a very kind of exciting little bit of trivia. But I go and I buy a new cookbook. And so there are three cookbooks that I kind of go back to again and again and again, whether I'm actually cooking out of them or not, which is like a whole nother discussion. But I go back to because they're beautiful. They make me feel good. I love the design. I love the way it's written. Uh, cookbooks provide the most in deep inspiring stories in them. I find a deep connection between cooking and creativity. I love how experimenting in the kitchen inspires my imagination. It kind of unleashes my culinary imagination. For me, there are so many parallels between cooking and other art forms, such as like writing or painting or pottery, which I also love to partake in. So there are three books that I dive into pretty religiously uh, because I believe that these books, either you know, maybe they're chefs or whatever, but they really kind of push the creative boundaries, and they just do it for me again and again and again. The first is summions Nose Rat Salt Fat Acid Heat. I love her. I butcher her name all the time, but I follow her on Instagram. She also has a Netflix special called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat that breaks down those four elements into a series of four and it's just like absolutely beautiful. But I sort of wish this is a video so that I could share it with you. But what I love about this cookbook is the illustrations. And there are all of these charts. Everything's beautifully illustrated. It's beautifully written. I love the color palette. It is a New York Times bestseller. If you watch the Netflix special first and then dive into the cookbook, you'll be like, oh my God, the recipes in here too are amazing. One of my favorite recipes though from the the series is actually not in this book and it's the focaccia. So I had to go to her website to get it, but that was okay. But I love the basis of it. I love how she really has an intuitive style for cooking and that comes across in the writing and the Netflix series and the cookbook kind of like interplay. It just makes me excited. I love the pages. I love touching the pages. I love all of the little graphs and charts. It feels like you're reading someone's like diary, uh, which is, oh God. I just love that. It has an illustrated watercolor treatment. So if you're a fan of the great British Bake Off, you'll kind of, you know, see the style and it'll be familiar to you. But I highly recommend picking this up and reading it called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, Mastering the Elements of Good Cooking. And what I love is just the kind of this concept that anybody can cook and you just have to give it. You honestly have to get it. It fuels my creativity like you would not even believe. It will quickly become a staple for you. There's just like so many basics in here. You'll just love it. So check that out. Salt, fat, acid, heat. And we're going to link it for you too. Okay. The second is not a well-known cookbook, but one that I really, really love. And I'm going to just be transparent. I have had this book for five plus years, and I have yet to create a single recipe from this book. And I don't know what the hell my problem is, but I just get into reading it. First of all, this is probably the most well-written cookbook I have ever read. It is so fun. It is called A Boat, a Whale, and a Walrus, Menus and Stories by Renee Erickson with Jess Thompson. It is so beautiful. It is blue and has got kind of like a letterpress texture to the outside. It is also illustrated. Hmm, that's interesting. I wonder if there is a theme there. It's more Northeastern in style in terms of like, you know, Northeastern seaboard seafood and things like that, which I think can easily be translated to some of the fare that we have down here in Florida. Like I think some of the ingredients can be swapped out to be hyper local, but I'm sharing this with you because I read all the time. I love it. If I'm just like cozied up, I want to read a cookbook. I most always read a cookbook over traditional reading because I just love it so much, but I just, it's an experience and a journey for me, but this year there is a series of recipes in here called my birthday and i've made it a commitment to myself to create this meal on my birthday and today's my birthday so i'll be doing it today but it is let me just read this to you because this menu i just love it and i'm like if this menu actually turns out this good am i going to be making this every freaking year probably so radishes with green goddess dressing If you know me personally at all, you know that I live and die by green goddess dressing. Like it's my life. Bijou, if you are living in the local area and you have not had Chef Jack's at Bijou's green goddess dressing. I honestly don't know what you're doing with your life. I could drink that stuff like it is soup anyway. So radishes with green goddess dressing. I used to hate radishes. Now I love them. Marinated olives with thyme, garlic, and lemon peel. I've been growing shit in my garden for this recipe. So I'm super excited. Grilled dry aged ribeye steaks with anchovy butter. For me, the only cut of steak is ribeye. I love it. I love a ribeye cap, I love a ribeye. I don't care that it's fatty, whatever, get off my back. And I love anchovy butter and I've never put these things together and I just honestly can't even tell you. It is tomato season, friends. So tomatoes with olive oil, vanilla bean salt. I'm making the vanilla bean salt from scratch. Like I am so excited. I'm just going to read you a little. She says this little thing about the vanilla bean salt where once in Paris, I had a tomato salad with vanilla bean olive oil that changed my view of tomatoes forever. Ugh, I don't know about you, but I already love tomatoes. And if this is going to make me love tomatoes more, I'm so excited. So potato salad with preserved lemon and chives. I love potato salad. So I'm game for that. And then peach cobbler, which is our little nod to my daughter who absolutely loves, you know, peach cobbler. She loves peach cobbler. She absolutely loves it. And so this is an easy little peach cobbler that I am going to love sharing with her. So you've got to check this out. The photography is beautiful. Okay, so the third book that I want to share with you guys' cookbook is like my go-to cookbook for creativity. And it is because it gets me right back to my roots. It makes me feel like I am cooking my culture and there's nothing that feeds my creativity like connecting with my culture. And it is Memories of Philippine Kitchens Stories and Recipes from Far and Near. And it's Amy Bessa and Rami Dorotan. And um, it's probably my all-time favorite cookbook. If you are Filipino or you have a great appreciation for the Filipinos, which you should because they're amazing individuals, uh, you will know that food from the Philippines is like... Oh, it is just to me, they do a really good job in this cookbook because it just explaining it, but it is like food that is borrowed food that we stole and food that is ours. And if you understand history, you will understand that the Philippines is kind of a melting pot, Chinese, Spanish, and then uh, obviously our own native culture. So there are a lot of influences here. You will, you know, Filipinos have empanadas. If you have not had an empanada made out of a Filipino kitchen, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but, you know, ceviche, which are just, I think, traditionally thought of as Spanish dishes, are potentially don't kill me, but originated in the Philippines. So anyway, maybe, maybe not. We all think that everything belongs to us, but I love this cookbook. Beautiful photos, lots of recipes that come together. My chicken adobo recipe is out of this book and is woefully different from my mom's who you know, also makes a beautiful chicken adobo, but I put coconut milk in mine per this recipe. And I think it's my favorite, but I also love my mom's. So there's that whole section on vinegar. Come on. Yes. Jeez. Oh, Pete's. I love this cookbook. There's also really, really great dipping sauce for Lumpia. If you're a Lumpia fan, oh my God, I love this stuff. My husband's mom put it over ice cream. It's like a Filipino sweet and sour pineapple thing. I've never seen that, but she put it on ice cream. I mean, that might be a thing, honestly. She absolutely loved it. A whole section on the understanding the Chinese-Spanish connection for the Philippines. A whole section for Ponset, how to make lumpia wrappers from scratch, which I have not. There's like some things in here that are on my to-do list that I haven't, but what I wanted to share with you on my birthday is something that I find exciting and something that just absolutely fuels my passion and my creativity and is a go-to for me when I am having the absolute deepest and darkest creative ruts And this is the way that I do that. I don't know what does this for you, you know, pulls you out of like the creative trenches of despair. But for me, it's cookbooks. And when you're talking about cookbooks, These are my three favorites. I hope you check them out. I hope that you also have interesting and fun and creative rituals on your birthday. This is certainly mine and very exciting and are something that I think is exciting. And I will be sharing this birthday menu from a boat, a whale, and a walrus on my Instagram stories. So be sure to check that out. And you can send me a message if you want. Chantel at francisroy.com. This has been a super exciting episode for me. So I hope I'm not the only one that enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it a little bit as well. We'll be linking all three of these cookbooks so that you can check them out and get a little creative inspiration for yourself. Have a super great day. I'll talk to you again in two weeks.